Ladies and gentlemen, the wrestling realm, just like the rest of the wrestling world, mourns the loss but celebrates the life of WWE Hall of Famer and legend, the Iron Sheik. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Welcome to the Wrestle Rum Now podcast, where you can take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Realm content anytime on youtube.com slash the Wrestling Realm. I'm your host, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. He is your host, Brother Hugh. Has the third, H to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, 3 to the R, to the D. He is your host, the Jack Daddy himself, Brian H. Waters, Hollywood Heel in the building. And he is your host, Brandon Waters Wednesday. Brandon, the guy, guy. The Belt King himself in the building. Follow us on all social media platforms, including Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wrestling Realm 2Ws. Like, subscribe, and engage in the conversation with us. And you can also stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Watch us subscribe to our Twitch channel at The Wrestling Realm. Head over to WrestlingRealm.com where you can support The Wrestling Realm by buying all of our merchandise our proud wrestling fan t-shirts, the Jack Daddy Brian H. Waters t-shirt. So much new merchandise we have over there, hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, and so much more over at TheWrestlingRealm.com. So head over there to support the brand if you want to dress like us, if you want to support us, that's where you need to go. Also, subscribe to our Patreon channel. That's right, patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. For all exclusive shows and bonus material, we write, we tell stories, we're not supposed to tell on the air. We have all types of goodies over there, and guess what? You can subscribe for just as low as a dollar. So head over to and subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. And also, if you are looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, head over to seatgeek.com where you can use promo code wrestling realm. That's right. We have our own promo code wrestling realm to save $20 on any one time purchase of $50 or more for the first time. That's right. So if you're purchasing tickets for the first time and you have not done so on SeatGeek, you can save yourself $20 off any one-time purchase of $50 or more. And judging by the way, ticket costs for these live events and shows, etc. trust me, you shouldn't have any problem. So head over to SeatGeek.com and use promo code WrestlingRum. Good brothers, good brothers, good brothers. We are back for another week of the Wrestling Rum Now podcast. And as usual, we have quite a bit to get into today. But first mm-hmm. of all, I'd be remiss if I didn't check on the good brothers. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Oh, great, man. I'm good. Get chilling. You know me. Cool, that's brother Always. Hugh. He's fired up. Brian hey, H. Man. He... Oh man, here we go. But I, I feel like he was about to ask me how <laughs> I was I doing. Oh, uh, what is Wednesdays? Oh, there we go. It finished. Um, I'm all right. You know, the school year is almost over, so that makes me happy. Tomorrow, shout out to my son graduating from eighth grade. So I'm excited about that. Excited for him. 
oh, it's exciting. I got to take that drive all the way to his school. Um, I'm sure you're relieved now. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's been a been a uh, interesting year. You know, he's been growing up. It's crazy. I'm about to have a high schooler. Bro, last time, last I remember, I met Jonathan. He was sitting, he was sitting on your lap behind the steering wheel and had an attitude because he had to get up. Like it was, it was, it was <laughs> that was driving. when you first met him. Yeah, and then, and he was and he was he was being taken into the house and he was looking back like, "What, Bobby? Why I gotta go in the house? I want to stay with Daddy outside on the steering wheel." So uh, believe it or not, he used to call me Brian at the time. Which oh, wow. sounds so weird to even think about. Oh wow! But uh, <laughs> six four now. It's 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 goodness gracious. He's growing like a weed. But brother Brandon, right. the belting himself. How are you, sir? Doing great. Outstanding Wednesday. Great Wednesday. Can't wait to get this show on the road. So yeah, I'm really really good today. He's been very good. busy with the belts. Uh, just a little bit. Just <laughs> depending on what day of the week it is. Tuesday is the is the belt day. Wednesday is the Rome day, so it's kind of um interesting. It was a busy day yesterday, wasn't it here? Yeah, it was, it was. <laughs> so yeah, we had an interesting day yesterday. Um hopefully everybody had a chance to check out the latest episode of Championship Culture, which dropped yesterday at 8 p.m. on YouTube. And the good thing about that was I think I dove into some things in front of the comments that I'm getting. Um I will have to say honorable mention, I totally forgot, and I'm surprised. That nobody checked me on this because the question was, does the strap matter? And <laughs> diving into the different color straps, does it matter on the championship or does it matter who's holding it? So that was the late, latest episode. And I'm really surprised that the Shawn Michael fans didn't check me um, mm-hmm. as hard as they did about the, I forgot about the purple strap. So it might be a part two coming because I definitely said the white strap, but I totally forgot about the purple one. That's one of them hidden gems that we seem to forget about. But as I digress, Back to you, good brothers. No, no but first see, of all, you know what hit better. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You know what hit better than purple? Any other strap, man. You know what the, the best color is? The white one? No, no, this one right here. <laughs> yeah. Yo. You see that red on that bad boy? Woo. Oh, yeah. It is a, that is a good color, isn't it? That's a smooth color, bro. That's a nice yeah, belt, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you, I'm calling, I'm calling this belt heist 2023. But look how nice they look together. I have a set of tag team belts. Look, you see gonna, how nice they look together? You're going to see a random video on YouTube that I'm going to upload. I'm going to come to your house like TMZ with the camera. Like, this is, I'm coming to get my title back. You got to do the, the video, like, got to put a filter on Bro, it. Bro, I'm telling you, all that, I'm telling <laughs> like you, I'm, I'm going to pull up at the guy's house with the camera and everything. Like, yo, I'm coming to get my belt back and I'm going to document the whole experience. And I'm out, I want y'all to see how this man acts. This is Belt Heist 2023. But, look, but, but hold on. Y'all not going to get away with this because y'all, uh, uh, brother Brandon and brother Hugh. Uh oh. Because uh, social media had a lot to say about the title of the show. Wow. It, it's, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was definitely catchy. <laughs> oh, I kept, I'm like, I'm sitting there, I see the post. I'm like, okay. Pause, pause. What, what, what? Oh, that's why. <laughs> I figured, I figured, I figured the fans would get a kick out of that. It's funny. Uh-huh. It was definitely, it was no. definitely catchy. I loved it. I loved it. Good stuff. Very catchy. Let's talk no, about definitely. this man over here looking scrumptious all over uh, IG and Facebook and whatnot. Oh, what? no, he tried to put, he tried to put that picture <laughs> yeah. in the name and take it off hey, himself. You see Bro. that? You see that? You, you guys are so lucky. I didn't put together what I was. I was gonna put a compilation of like all four or five of his pictures together into like I one wish. thing. It wouldn't fit. It wouldn't fit to 1080 by 12 by 1280. Uh. 
scream. But trust me, oh, the Jack see, Daddy. Put it on, put it right. on, put it on the real reels. <laughs> oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll post Jack it there. Daddy. The New Jack season, there. Then he posted look the gym it. picture. Did y'all see the gym picture? Right, you saw I did. I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, look at him. Little, little side Jack, gun. He, Jack, he gave me a little side jacks. boob action. He was like, you see this from the side? You see this? I was like, calm down that big fella. He's going to have internet in a blaze. You got it, bro. You got it. I said, hey, well, shout out to Brother I, Hugh because I was Brother Hugh always like, no, you gotta lift, you gotta lift heavier, you gotta go heavier, and I'm like, okay, all right, sheesh, just like he had me on the treadmill, and uh, Brother Hugh was at eight minutes, I'm about to slow down. He kept running, I kept running. Next thing you know, I'm on there 15, 20 minutes messing with this dude. Yeah, you're gonna be like looking like a Bobby Lash before you know it. <laughs> the Jack Daddy himself, Hollywood Heat O'Brien Waters Wednesdays. <laughs> all your names in one. But oh yeah, and, and don't think you definitely not getting new set of merchandise in the next round of merchandise that we design because we oh. gotta get Brother Heath some stuff, we gotta get Brandon stuff. And, yeah, and the trolling, <laughs> the trolling of Brian H continues. It just tradition. Where, where's your merch? Ah, I got enough. That's the that's the that's the thing about him being <laughs> the, the designer. Yeah. I got enough of it. Look, one of y'all too down y'all, y'all artists, y'all gotta get him too. Shoot. <laughs> it's the the cool, trolling cool. of Brandish must continue. Hollywood, I gotta think about some type of Hollywood Hogan type. Parody type shirt for, oh. for Brian H. Yeah, but um, you know, it won't bother me. Oh, I know. Trust me. Shout out to the customer guy. Check it out. Right Speaking here. of shirts, who mm-hmm. who, yeah. who, okay. who produced that beautiful tea you have on? Some dude named the guy. That's the right, guy ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but the guy. Most people don't know that he he prints his own shirts. He is a what do you what do you consider your title? Because I know how how I feel about my titles. Like what do you what do you consider yourself? When people come to you for business, uh, brother Brandon, what do you what do you consider yourself when they come to you? So you're gonna laugh when I say this. It's all in the name. It's mm-hmm. that's what custom guy came from because I believe in customizing things to each individual person. So like that shirt that he that has, is true. you can get it any color, any size. You can change the words, the mm-hmm. color of the words. You can. Switched around. You don't have to be locked into everybody having the same T-shirt. You can get one that fits you, your personality, and say it with say it with your shirt. That's literally what Custom Guy was brought oh, from, shit. and then of course my name being Guy, it just worked out very well. So and that's what the, um, the Juneteenth Black History Month All in One type shirt that you can wear 365 days a year. So be on the lookout for a few more things dropping from Custom Guy as well. Bro, you should be sponsoring our material. We should have custom guy commercials and ads that we should be running for all these shows. What are you doing? This is I go just you're advertising right now. This is perfect. But well, we gotta <laughs> we can, custom guy should start sponsoring this wrestling run material. This would be great. Um say nothing but a word. Yeah, uh speaking nothing but a word, uh definitely get a quick shout out to our good brother Drew Willingham. Yes, from sir. the struggle is real to be awesome network. Uh, we talked to Drew recently, and he's doing much better. And he is coming along, but we'd be remiss if we didn't give that brother a shout out. So, Drew, we're, we're still pulling for you, brother. We know you're not out the woods yet, but we definitely appreciate you, you know, your kind words that you've had for us. But we want to extend that same gratitude towards you, brother, just for uh, all that you've done. Such a talented individual. If you're not familiar with the name of Drew Willingham, I promise you, you will be sooner rather than later. You know why? Because the struggle is real to be awesome. So, mm-hmm. Drew, we'll, we'll be hearing from you soon. And trust me, and I can't wait for the fans to get a chance to experience you and all you bring to the table when you join us for the Wrestling Rum Now podcast party. Uh, TBD, to be determined, whatever date it is. Yep. So, good brothers, let's not prolong this situation any longer. Brian H., let's ring the bell. 
All right, gentlemen, we are here this week and we had a very interesting week in pro wrestling. And this is the perfect time for us to start off with me asking you guys, what did you watch? Brandish, I beat you to it. So, gentlemen, what did you guys watch this week? What did you guys watch this weekend, professional wrestling? Oh, man. Um, Shucks. Bro, Hmm? this week, I went back through the Bloodline story. Did you watch um, that 125-minute thing that WWE posted on their YouTube? (laughs) They they pulled you down that rabbit hole. No, well, you shout out to Megan. She was Mm -hmm. doing my hair. Oh, okay. Well, you had time to kill. She was the last time, not the last time, but one of the times we watched it before. So I was telling her, and you know, she's instant kayfabe, like can't stand Roman. Somebody need to smack her. She's, you know, she's all in. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right. I said, look, tonight, SmackDown, come on, is going down. But let mm-hmm. me take you back. So I took her back to right after Survivor. She saw a Survivor Series. So after that. So I mm-hmm. watched that whole thing, man. And then you also realize, like, dang, WWE cut out a lot of stuff as they got, because they hurry up, like, towards the end, hurry up to get to the week before, uh, to get to um, Night of Champions. And that's right. where it ended. So I showed her that. And then, you know, I went back on the SmackDowns on the DVR, show her some of the segments that she missed. And then it was like after, like, getting my hair, like, dry, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, she was, she was, like, not around on SmackDown. I was like, look, come back down. You got to see this. And then she saw what happened. So uh, it was like the perfect way to get ready for a SmackDown was watching that whole Bloodline story. Just kind of like that refresher. Okay. Brother Brandon, what you get into this week, sir? I'm going to say one name and one name only. Uh-oh. Okada. Man. Okada. We're on similar wavelengths. And the reason being, once, you know, one of his 746 big announcements came, I'm a, when we get to that part of it, I'm going to say something about um, the Forbidden Door. But I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we are ready for this match we're about to get because... They're going to kill might, each other! I, You know what? And I'm going to say this. And I know I said this to Brian H. Waters before. I don't think the world is ready for that conversation. And Brian Daniels might be the best wrestler. But watching Okada again, it's making me question Brian Danielson. As in, is he the best? Was Okada the best? Yeah, bro, you've been out the loop. Now I'm watching uh, it through like a different set of eyes and not just the shock and all. I'm like, this man is really good. Man, this is real. And I'm gonna just say that Wrestle Kingdom. I think it was 11, the first meeting of him and Omega. That was one of the ones I watched, and just the Mm -hmm. storytelling. It was. I was like, why? Why was this so good so long ago, and it still holds true to today? Because, like, people that don't know, remember, Okada came back to New Japan and mm-hmm. he won the heavyweight title in his first match for the championship. Not his first match, but his first match, his first title opportunity, he won it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he beat, and after we know who he beat, it was, whoa, oh, they put the strap on him, okay. And that's when the Rainmaker gimmick just took off and hasn't, it hasn't been turned down since. But that's what I got into. I encourage anybody to watch anything with Okada and Omega, Okada and J. Just okay. Just go click. Just go to YouTube and type in Okada and see what happens. Trust me, it's it's it's, it's timeless wrestling. It doesn't get old, <laughs> brother. Brother Hugh, before I get into what I watched, sir, what what, what did you get into, buddy? Oh well, uh, brother Brandon. Now uh, we had a conversation about the IC title. Mm. So um, first I went back and uh, watched the uh, 
Gunther versus um KO. I know it wasn't for the for the title or whatnot, whatnot, but the match was awesome. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I loved it. Um, great ending. It, it solidified Gunther as oh, how you say it? Gunther. 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 It solidified him as the man as he is, and he's gonna keep it, man. I, I love it. You know, KO he sells and he, he does no wrong. You know, so. But right now I'm going down a rabbit hole, just looking at a bunch of uh, IC title matches, and of course you know who I got to start off with. Um, Zigzag. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Him and the Miz. <laughs> I already watched Night of Champions. That's when he lost in um, 2014. Now on uh, 2016 Backlash. So yeah, that's what I'm into right now. Their their feud was ridiculous. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, crazy. I remember that. I, I remember. I remember even. I remember being nervous at one point when I was like, "Man, that Dolph Ziggler really retired." I was pissed. I was speculating their sheets like, "Is he leaving the company?" I was about to get mad, but right. I feel like that was around those times where where it's like we were getting like Dolph Ziggler. We didn't know if he was going to like you know reemerge again to like get back to that status. And then it's, he's always had this up and down love hate relationship with and, kind right. of being the spotlight and coming back down but you know but still nonetheless it's still classic and it holds up no doubt but yeah i'm I'm been i was kind of in the middle of all you guys in that wavelength i was um knowing that we do have aw forbidden door coming up the uh the show between new japan and aw the collab show it, it reminded me of what it what made me fall in love with wrestling outside of rest outside of wwe in 2015 was the ring of honor and new japan partnership and the many pay-per-views they put on together war of the worlds and um, and uh, what was the other one called? Global Wars. Mm. You know, one was in Canada, one was in the states. And uh, in in like I was looking at old footage on my on my camera, and I went back and I was watching some Adam Adam Cole and Kevin Owens battles when Kevin Owens was pretty much on his way out the door, as well as you know trying to get myself back into the flow of New Japan and seeing my guy Kachiko Okada, you know, do his thing. <laughs> Against uh Hiroshi Tanahashi. Bro, you sound just like the <laughs> if you ever watch if you ever watch those New Japan shows and how yes. they get hyped when they name those guys' names. Like even when I was studying Japanese, I was trying to like do like how do I talk like that without being stereotypical? It just uh, is, but, it's, it has a distinct sound, like the way WCW had that sound, the way WWF had that sound, that new Japan sound is just amazing. I love it. And it's like, and, and none of the American names sound as cool as the Japanese names when they're being announced. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but yeah, man, that's that's kind of what I get got into. But let's jump right into it, gentlemen. Uh, AEW Forbidden Door. Now, mm. you, you you know, usually we don't. <laughs> I laugh. We do a whole lot of AEW stuff on the show, but I'm sure you guys, when you saw the rundown, you were like, "Wait a minute, realness. This is interesting because we don't usually don't take a whole lot of time on AEW stuff. We try to get as much of it." in as we possibly can but it's hard to kind of keep overall dialogue for that you got to go talk to uh all elite with keeks and the uh the the you know on 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 her show she does an excellent job with her breakdown of AEW. and trust me you talk about somebody ride or die you know so mm-hmm. shout out to her and the public enemies podcast whose platform that she is on so uh but they're there she's the AEW expert but there's something about this in particular and like i said i brought this up is because we were there in the middle of that once again the ring of honor and new japan partnership that to me gave me so many timeless moments outside of WWE. I mean, the stuff to this day, I still I still hold ground when I say this. That I believe it is Global Wars. I want to say 2016. I could be wrong. I think it holds up better than the original, um, the original All In uh, pay per view with the with the Young Bucks. You know, the the prelude to AEW. 
I was like, ah, this is good, but I've seen a better card than this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was from the New Japan Ring of Honor partnership. But AEW is kind of taking that mantle and working with New Japan in this collab show. And they did it last year with the Forbidden Door, ironically, with uh, the IWGP champion on the show in, in a fatal four-way match. And now just another guy in AEW's roster. But I'm done. I'm not going to keep taking shots at AEW. Because this is what we really came to talk about. This match right here, Brother Brandon just brought it up. Now, now th- there is another match on here that has my attention, and that is Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. If you guys mm-hmm. are not familiar with it, Will Ospreay has been pretty much what they consider in Japan a super junior, what, mm-hmm. what we here in the States may call a, a, a cruiserweight or a light heavyweight. But, you know, in his recent run, he has put on the pounds, and he has gone into the main event scene. So we have Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay coming up for the United IWGP United States Championship, which is going to be utterly ridiculous if Kenny Omega's body can hold up. But this is why we have come to the door, gentlemen. This is a matchup I never thought in a million years that I would see. I remember in 2015, we were we were kind of reshaping the wrestling realm, and I was changing out graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I remember I did I did my four my four top favorite wrestlers at the time. It was Daniel Bryan, it was Samoa Joe, it was AJ Styles, who was in New Japan for wrestling, and it was um, Kevin Owens, I believe. Kevin Owens, and and I remember the and I remember I did graphics for all four of these guys around 2014 and 2015, just with their accolades. And I should have thought about putting it up here, but I didn't. And I remember seeing, like, w- wondering if we would ever get matches like AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, and. Uh, AJ Styles and just anybody in New Japan. Well, see, AJ Styles is already in New Japan, so we've seen him in Okada. But Daniel Bryan was a WWE guy. Never in a million years did I ever think we would see him venture outside of WWE. But here we are. And we have this matchup right here. We have Brian Danson, a.k.a. Daniel Bryan, versus Kachko Okada <laughs> at AEW <laughs> New Japan Forbidden Door, Sunday, June 25th at 8 p.m. live on pay-per-view. Not a premium live event because it's not WWE. Gentlemen, these guys are going to kill each other. Brian, is this a dream matchup for you to see Brian? How do you feel about Daniel Bryan being able to square off with one of the greatest professional wrestlers that ever laced up a pair of boots, especially in this generation, but has never really made a name for himself directly into the States, but has been a global superstar? I mean, this oh, guy man. was backstage at NXT back in the, in the heyday when he was doing his doing his tours. That's how how, how much Kajko uh, Okada is respected. Daniel this Bryan is, Okada. This is super exciting, man. Um when I think about Okada mm-hmm. and everything, like he was somebody like them matches with him and Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. I was like, man, like I was hooked. And you know, I was actually talking about it with uh, Justin, shout out to Justin, when we was on the fan club, and I was talking about it, like I stopped everything. It was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. I remember like coming home from church one Sunday just to put on one of the, the their Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. And so now to get him and Brian, like you got my favorite wrestler versus somebody who will probably without me even saying, but now think about it, it's like probably my favorite wrestler who's never stepped foot in WWE. Mm-hmm. Right. And now they're going to go against each other and, and with no restrictions. Like, Mm-mm. man, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they the, the New Yorkers keep talking about legends and that's the spot. I told I was like gas up the pace. Maybe we all need to take a realm on the road just to go watch this with all the homies because mm-hmm. this is one of the matches. I was talking to um Steven Michael. Uh shout out to him. He called me <laughs> when this match was announced. Bro, 
generational graps. That's the term he used. He said it's going to be generational graps in this one. <laughs> and man, I don't know. I, this thing right here, this match right here, like, oh, bro, when they ring the bell. Man, what? You just preached the word. You just preached the word. When they ring the bell, that's <laughs> as soon as you say when they ring the bell. Listen, this has a this has a, the potential to be a match of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. Because you know AW is not going to give them many restrictions. See, Vince McMahon's like, listen, don't go out there and make us all look bad. Big <clears> you <throat> know what I mean? Like, like he's going to make sure that doesn't happen, right? So he's like, you know, let's let's save it, let's build it. But like AW New Japan are like, nope, go out there as a showcase, go out there and do what you need to do, right? I I'm. Literally, what you just said was like when they ring the bell, brother Brandon. Koch Gold Cutter, Daniel Bryan, something. This is something you ever thought you would see. Now, now we're talking about you, you're the coma. You're the coma guy. You're a guy that's been in multiple wrestling comas. That Brandon will go to the independence. He will travel around the world. He would like that when he was when Okada was making his name for himself. Him and Seth Rollins were coming up around the same time in 2014. And him and Seth were on a similar trajectory, right? Like Seth Rollins was kind of the next guy up. And so was Okada because you had New Japan, you had Tanahashi, you had Shinsuke. Um, uh, yeah, Katsuri Shibata had just come back. You know, he was just getting back into the mix. But 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 Shinsuke and Tanahashi were John Cena, Randy Orton. They were the two guys that when New Japan was in such a bad spot, they chose those those guys as young talent to build the company around, right? And mm-hmm. and then eventually those guys were getting older. We had we had an infusion of matchups, we had um, AJ Styles come in, which was a huge boost, but you had Okada was the homegrown talent. He was the rainmaker. You know what I mean? He was there with Gato. He he was the guy kind of up next, and they were kind of neck and neck. You know, I remember comparing those guys a lot, especially in 2014-15-ish, right? Here we are now, fast forward. Now, he is the standard of New Japan. I know we still have Tanahashi. He's still the ace of New Japan, but let's 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 keep it real. Like, Okada is 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 the lifeblood of New Japan for Russell, and now we get a chance to see him go face-to-face with one of my all-time favorites, I mean, where where is your mind at? Where's it standing? Thinking that first of all, I I don't keep up with AW as much. I didn't even think this was even on the cards, but when I heard it announced, I said, "Okay, now we're playing hardball." Brother Brandon, what was your take on it when you first heard Daniel Bryan versus Gotchko Gada? So you're gonna laugh when I say this. I wish we would have had it last year, but I understand Daniel Bryan was. I mean, Brian Danielson was injured. No, it's Daniel so Bryan. We couldn't get it. We couldn't get it last year because he was injured, and all I kept quote was like, "Tony Khan, please do something right. Give us, give the wrestling fans the wrestling match that we need, not that we want that we need. We need to see this because this will probably raise the bar. And I'm not saying that it's other wrestlers that's not as good, but you can't talk about good wrestling matches in the last ten years without probably name dropping one of these two guys at any time." And for us to see, I hope that this is the main event. And I'm not taking away from any world champion. This is the main event that we need to see at Forbidden Door. Because this is truly a Forbidden Door that we wouldn't have gotten. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, is this one of the things that why Daniel Bryan left WWE because he wanted to work with New Japan? Yeah. This is, you this got is. somebody that's hungry, that wants to do it, wanted to wrestle, wanted to show his skills, has been has have not had he hasn't missed a step yet blackpool combat club is something different that we can talk about but the fact is when you ring that bell with daniel bryan and okada mm-hmm. first off, we gotta remember okada is about six two six three right he's a little taller yeah yes he's yep. gonna it's gonna be a physical difference and daniel bryan puts on some of the best matches with guys that are taller than him 
and that mm-hmm. he can actually work with because mm-hmm. it's going to be if I hate those star ratings, this might break those star ratings. So, so you're saying we're going to a seven star match? I, if, I mean, if he has six and a half, whatever Dave Meltzer's at, which I don't agree with, I think that this is going to be a this one and the other match on the car. I don't know how they're going to. You can't put these near each other. One got to open and one got to close. Because you mm. can't put either one of these matches close to each other. You just can't. Because when we get to the other match, I got to take on that one too. But I mm-hmm. I think that if this is not the main event, Tony Khan might not be paying attention to certain things. <laughs> okay, well let's well let's stay there. We got we got a hot take. I feel it's brewing on his chest. Brad like Brandon's holding back, but we'll get to it. Brother Hugh, do you think that uh that Daniel Bryan versus Kachko Pata should main event over Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay? Personally, yes. Why but, is that? But just overall, like you said, like the legacy that, that Okada has, mm-hmm. and then Daniel, Daniel Bryan basically being the, the best wrestler out there whatsoever. Like when it comes to grappling, just, just scrapping, just being feisty. Just He's a little guy, but he has it all. He can do mm-hmm. no wrong. So, I mean, if you think about Osprey and, and, and uh, what's his name? Omega. We've seen yeah, it already Kenny a couple Omega, yeah. times. All right, cool, cool, cool. But I'm not going to, you know, not their matchup or whatnot, but it's like, uh, I feel like it's Kenny Omega. So, most likely he's, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be the main event. That's Tony's guy. He most That's- likely will be a main event. That's why I'm conflicted about it myself because everything you're saying is absolutely true, but that's like that X factor in that piece right there. But, but right. brother Brandon, you, you you had something to say about that match um, in regards to Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay and why you feel like Dane Bryan and Kachkouka should main event over it. Well, Dylan made a comment. He said, "You know, if Kenny Omega Osprey can be topped, if you look at Kenny Omega's mm-hmm. career, this is the mm-hmm. one thing that I like about Kenny Omega." He always outdoes himself in the rematch. When you think he can't do better, you watch the second match, the third match that he had, you're like, how did this get better than the first one? Mm-hmm. And all I'm going to say is look at him in Switchblade. Look at him in O'Connor. Look at look at any match that's been ran back with Kenny Omega, and that's why I think that we haven't got that Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan again because we got to save that because we know Kenny Omega, for some reason, he comes out. And gonna make you forget about the first match because this match is gonna be almost night and day, and it's gonna be like, wow, I can't believe that that's gonna be good. Because truth be told, yeah, Kenny Omega is Tony Khan's guy, mm-hmm. but he has a belt that doesn't belong in AEW. It's part of the Forbidden Door. Why not open the show with that? Because truth be told, who do you want to go behind? Neither person, right? Sure. But yeah, if you put Okada and Brian anywhere on the card, anybody behind it, nobody's gonna want. It. Nobody's gonna care. Nobody's going to be like, oh, wh- wh- why are you giving me this? Look what I just saw. But if it's the opening matches, the IWGP United States Championship, and whoever wins, it's going to be, okay, that was great. But, oh, you give me that one first, as in Okada and Daniel, anywhere else, I would just get up and leave and be like, I've seen what I need to see. I don't need to see anything else on this one, Ben Yeah, I guess you got a point. Brian, do you agree, do you agree with Brother Brandon in that sentiment? Yep. Facts. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, it, it, it does make sense. And, and I didn't think about it that way. But when you put it out there, you said, well, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, you, you have Tony Khan's top guy that, that is not, but that title is not his. That IWGP 96 Championship is not his title. It belongs to another company. 
And I guess it, it only makes sense for, you know, Will Ospreay to return to New Japan Pro Wrestling as IWGP United States Champion, regardless of the outcome, regardless of the scenario you, that you were walking into it, right? And, and I guess I say that's because I'm not really sure the nature of the partnership between AW and New Japan is it so it's a so for instance what I mean by that is when we had New Japan and we had the Ring of Honor partnership it wasn't just the major pay-per-views that you saw all the talent kind of working together they mm. would send guys to do excursions I remember like I said I, I fell in love with Jay White because before he became a switchblade I remember seeing him and you know they when a New Japan has young boys they send them on excursions they have no gimmicks they just wear black trunks white or black boots to the ring and they go to the excursions and then they come back to New Japan with the character. And I remember he was on a he was on an excursion at one point. Um evil. Was, he, go ahead. I was just gonna say real quick, what was it about Jay White that made you fall in love with him? Probably I don't know, man. It's just I guess his overall look, his build. And okay. I was like, and, and just and then on top of that, what he could do in the ring. He looked like he a drew shark. you in. He drew and you into the He did. And he, he was okay. basic. He just had literally black trunks, white boots. Nice look, hair, and I was like, Yo. somebody drew you in. And, and he was somebody that I was like, Man, he's he's really good. I like what he does in the ring. And that's that like Ring of Honor was my non-stop, my my, my one-stop shop space to where I could just see pure in-ring wrestling without any gimmicks, without any major storylines or anything to proceed it, precede it, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he was one of those guys. I liked how he wrestled in the ring, and I was like, Man, he's gonna be good. So when he returned back to New Japan as the Switchblade, I was like, oh, man. I, first of all, I never saw it coming. And I was like, oh, this is really, really good. And I've just been a huge fan of his ever since. So, like I said, I don't know the, the full nature of AEW's partnership with New Japan and how often they're going to be working together. But I guess when you put it that way, Brother Brad, it's hard to see Kenny Omega mm-hmm. actually walking away from a New Japan AEW show as IWGP United States Champion, especially when your top guy's not regularly in japan you know maybe a moxley maybe a daniel bryan but it's like hey i don't know how often they're going to end up working with each other where where kenny omega winning this makes sense or in this case kenny omega and will Ospreay closing the show oh that's a good question dylan matthew says speaking of jay white do y'all think ricky stars is done with aw his booking is horrible Okay, who called this weeks ago? I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna put my hand up here and I'm gonna just relax to the side. I'm gonna scratch my chin and I'm gonna just hang out. I'm gonna let y'all do y'all thing. Who who called this? Who said this a while ago? Like some somebody somebody that I know that's on the wrestling show that can't stop running his mouth. He mm. says something like, "Man, I, I don't like you guys are drinking this Kool Aid because he looks like a million bucks this week." And I'm like, yo, it's it's no disrespect to him, but I'm like, where where's this next big thing I'm seeing from him? Because talent's always going to rise to the top. And I understand mm-hmm. booking does make a difference, right? It does mm-hmm. matter. But Dylan Matthews said something. And I'm saying to myself, man, something has got to give. Brothers, can y'all tell me, explain to me what's going on? Because I'm going to sit back and I'm going to just, since it's always me, right? What yeah. seems to be the issue with AEW when they get a young talent? And it mm-hmm. seems like they have momentum, and yet they can't seem to sustain it. I know Ricky Storrs was—I don't think he got any heat for it, but I know he—you know—he was upset about the picture of him being at the Rumble with Cody, being mm-hmm. backstage. First of all, somebody looked at a security camera. Like out of all the cameras that get caught on, nobody even like who has access to those things anyway. Mm-hmm. Somebody working security's got to be a legitimate wrestling fan to sit and say, "I know that guy. That's Ricky Starks." Yeah, you know, to sit there and 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 put him in that situation where. 
Everybody's like, oh, he's, he's booking his whole, but he, you think he'll leave. Once again, another guy that I think would thrive tremendously in, in NXT. But, you know, yeah. Everybody got to think twice. <laughs> uh, shout out to DJ AO from Ringside Club just tuned in. Um, you know, I said this last year, and everybody kept saying Ricky Starks, and I was like, oh, I don't see it. I saw him in the ring with MJF with the microphone battle back and forth. I started like, okay, I'm starting to see something. Mm-hmm. What I wasn't wanting was this crown him straight to the top. Thank you. That's all I was saying. <laughs> you know, that's all I was, was saying, like, bro. Let, let, Brian H., they was comparing him to the rock, brother. Come on now. And that's never fair. Like they, they, they kept saying he was up next. He was gonna be up next. He was him. And I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, y'all. I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's that deep. Talented, yes. Start. But, but you know, to me, booking and Dylan hit right on the head is booking is horrible because to me, I needed to see, I need to get invested in him. You know, and that was the thing Thank that you. worked for MJF mm-hmm. because regardless of what, you got invested. Now, whether you wanted to see him get beat up or whether you wanted to see him, you wanted to see him overcome the man, the man being Tony Khan, because that's what it, for a while, and that's what made everybody hook when he cut that nuclear bomb on him. Mm-hmm. So Ricky Starks hasn't to me they haven't put him in a situation like I don't know putting people with Jericho don't do it for me. It should. That's, that's not always the answer. Like they've been doing it since AW started. Like yeah, come on, it had to be somebody it, else. You you know like I, I I'm gonna go back. I didn't see the Adam Cole MJF promo, but my goodness. Oh man. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh, you got. I, I saw the. <laughs> I saw the can tweet. I, can I can I can I pause you for a second on that, right? What's can up? we just say this? And I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say it as blunt <laughs> as possible. I am tired of the cut and paste MJF. It's to the point now. I can tell you what his next promo is gonna be against. Let's say Brian H. Porter. Yeah, remember you were on the other show with this person. Look what this. Let me say name drop something because you suck because you like the Oreos and you're from Baltimore. Ha ha ha! I am a better person than you, and I don't have to stoop to your level. Next MJF promo. So he referenced, of course, Vince McMahon, uh-huh. and then he referenced the all. The, they gave you the lights, the camera, the pretty girl. You know what they got to do for me? Ring the bell. Sounds yep. familiar? You yep. were the best world champion in that in that company, and you were, and that's undisputed. I was like, come on, MJF. I yep, mean, that was too. <laughs> Why is this your thing? Like, and I say it, and I don't know what. Oh shoot! Oh no! No! Oh no! <laughs> and then, uh, see, look, he said, he said, he mentioned he's his name. He who's the oh, my not be named, bro. Because every time he is named, we have technical difficulties. I, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, Brandon cooking. Here we go. You know, I'm writing time codes down for a reason, bro. He that's why there he goes. There he's come back. <laughs> oh, but he but he was talking about um, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's give brother Brandon a welcome back. There he is. I said Vince you, McMahon. That's why. Yeah, I told you. You, you just you said he whose name shall his he whose name shall not be mentioned because every time we name his name, we have technical difficulty. Yeah, Absolutely. I definitely have one. But I'm telling you, it's to me, it's just first of all, that was quick. You got back really on really fast, by the way. Yeah, I just don't. I, I'm so that's what's making me not want to watch either. I don't want to see like here we go, MJF. Like if Adam Cole can make you feel special, it's that. Uh, but back to Ricky Starks. I'm sorry, that was my rant. It's just... hold, 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 hold on, real quick about the rant. Can I ask you a question about about the um, Brian? You don't mind for asking this question, do you? About uh, the MJF situation. We, we which, is, 
what you're saying <laughs> is true, brother Brandon, and I agree with you. But mm-hmm. do you not care about his delivery? Because I think his delivery is absolutely hilarious. There's <laughs> one thing that MJF can do. It's his delivery. It's the funniest absolutely. thing in the world. It's just so like this dude just doesn't care, and it comes across great. And I I personally find it absolutely hilarious. The same the same vibe I got when he was at the press conference at the media scrum with uh, Tony Khan. I'm like this guy. I don't know if he's performing or he's being for real right now. But I think it's funny. Does that does that not make a difference for you? Well, no, because the Miz does something in a similar formula, okay. but it comes off different when the Miz does it. Got it. Like when the Miz cuts these passionate promos, it's not the same promo. He he hits you with the real reality and not make you feel like you're an idiot. Like we know Adam Cole left because he wasn't seen as a big star. Mm-hmm. We get it. Right. We understand that Adam Cole may have lost some of his muscle mass or his weight. The man mm-hmm. was trying to rehab himself. Like he wasn't in the gym. He was getting better. We know that. We don't fault him for that as wrestling fans, mm-hmm. but you're throwing these tidbits out there, and I feel like the delivery is now stale because he does it to everybody. It's the same thing to every single – every time MJF is the same promo. It's just take out Brian H. Waters, put in uh, Dwayne Allen. Take out Dwayne Allen, put in here. You know, it's just – it's the oh, same thing. Hold on. Hold on. This is why they come to the wrestling room because the way you cut that promo, and the, like your your diatribe and your diction and the way you said it, the inflection in your voice, the way you bounced off, like I'm hearing it, and I felt like I was in an arena watching and hearing it bounce off the crowd, and like hearing the way the crowd reacts the same way every time because why, like you said, it's cut and paste. It's. <laughs> I personally find it hilarious, but he's like, "Yeah, that's a that's tough talk coming from Keith Lee's manager." I was like, "Come on, dude!" <laughs> I was like, "All right, we know that." Okay, I'm like, "All right, and bro, I you feel got like it. you know." So, and I don't want to say this because I don't know the man, but sometimes I'm like, "Come on, man, we gotta we gotta go above this." Like when Rhea Ripley said, "Look, we're over at two companies." It was mm-hmm. cool when they mentioned that because we've grown to know that that's what the rap is going to be. I want to hear what their claim is going to say. Because they come up with a creative way to throw jabs out there. Right. It's creative. Mm. What MJF is now is like, here comes this promo. And like when Brian said, you know, you want to see your champion there. But it's like, I don't want to see him. Like if he didn't wrestle but on a pay-per-view, I probably would be happier watching AEW. Because we might get one of the other 746 wrestlers on the roster in the ring. We might. You're just, you're just not letting up them at all. You. You're How many belts do they have? Because we was trying to count earlier. 13. 13, 13, that's it? Well, AEW or All under Tony Khan. Cut it out. Cut it out. Under Tony Khan, 746. Turn, <laughs> <laughs> Turn our broadcasting. Yeah, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you sound like Eric Bischoff now. You know, Bro. he was cool, but then he mentioned he, he talked bad about Ted Turner. You don't yeah, talk man. bad about somebody who made somebody else a millionaire. Right. I was going to say, he, he could do no wrong. I look, trust me. But and I, I want to. I'm gonna say this, and I want to love AEW because it has it checks so many of the boxes that makes me want to say I'm a go. proud wrestling fan, and right. I want to love it. But it's just they cheap pop. They just keep showing me that it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is a cheap pop. But they you just in the video game. <sighs> Look at him. <laughs> I, I would not get the video game. I would just I would go to the DLC packs and, and to the little creative spaces. <laughs> And download all of the, the you know people are going to create their own. Wait, and, you're not going to get the get, this is up your alley, bro. Like it's the the the, the closest the no mercy and stuff. Yeah, that was up my alley in 1999, 2000, whatever, <laughs> exactly. 2001, you... whatever came out. Like 
I don't I don't need it now. It's because I know like technology has developed to the point where I, I just got to go to the little go to Reddit or go one of the forums and somebody's going to create every AEW character and they do mm-hmm. one heck of a job at it. And I just download yeah. it and this and, and now I get to have my favorite AEW guys that I do like and I get to put them in uh, WWE settings. And if I want to get really creative, I'll download some of the AEW arenas and all mm-hmm. of the other stuff. And then bam, I got AEW and WWE game all I- in one. I will say this. I haven't done it yet this year because this is, I haven't, man, like the, I'll play the game for a little bit, but then I, I told you what your nephew did. He, he yeah. met, and, and then th- this is how, you know, kids tell on each other because mm-hmm. <laughs> his sister goes, daddy, did you see the way uh, Roman Reigns come out now? I said, I asked your brother. And he said, no, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I was say, what I was about to say is usually I would have had a Rome Arena by now. I just haven't gotten a chance to. But if there's anybody out there who's feeling very creative, create, you know, we would like to see how y'all would create the wrestling realm. That's or, the first thing you do. You create your wrestling realm you know title ta- or wrestling realm arena. Like <laughs> I did yeah. I did my my title, shout out to the guy, see that, yeah. guy. But I haven't had a chance to create us. Because it's like, it, you got to like really sit down. I've been playing GMO, but you got to like really sit down and put on your creative juices before no, no you, doubt. you just can't just throw it up there but um yeah I'm, I'm gonna definitely get it so y'all make sure y'all come here to the twitch on the wrestling realm and I, i'll i'll play it but uh all right cool i think i have a playstation now so we can if i can set up a camera piece i can figure it out oh yeah. shoot you got the five no sorry you just put oh, me it's, out it's four? Whites. yeah i got the four I, okay. I, I, it was... now, you, now it's too late you just you already put me out different everybody i was like oh yeah it's like I feel like on, on, a, on a Malibu's most wanted. He's like, man, you got Dreamcast? Nah, man, I got game. I got uh, Dreamcast. You want like, another nah, hot take? What's PlayStation that? 5 is just PlayStation 4 and a half. Oh, and I'm, and you're, I you're asking for trouble. It, it, look, it, it's the worst jump. Like, no. three to four was a jump. Four to five. I'm like, mm. and that's Adam, the one I got early. I was playing Adam with, on Fortnite. Me, him, and Cousin Buki. We was playing. We was playing. <laughs> We was playing man, Fortnite. They got you on Fortnite, bro. Yeah, man. I got, we was playing Fortnite, right? Mm-hmm. And he has a PS5. He started his game. We all started game at the same time, bro. He was he was already in, ready to go ten minutes before I was. That that's, I said. That's, I said, wait a minute. A, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize how fast this PS5 was compared to my PS4 until we were trying to play Fortnite. And I'm like, that's yo, true. why are you why are you in the game so fast? But uh, but yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. We'll we'll have that conversation at some point. We're due for another video game episode. But mm. let's pivot a little bit now that we uh kind of got that off our chest about our favorite wrestler, Dan Bryan, facing off against Kajko Okada at AW Forbidden Door. But speaking of young talent, um, did anybody catch NXT Tuesday? Oh, if he did, boy, yes, if, if, sir. First of all, first of all, it was Shawn Michaels was in his bag. Like he's when I say he is uh I don't I don't know what to call this version of NXT because each each version of each evolution of iteration, it kind of has its own identity. And this is probably the first time since the very beginning that we're literally seeing the focus being on creating new talent and giving them that character death, things that we don't see in AEW. I think the issue we have with guys like Ricky Starks and all that young talent that's in AEW is that there's no character development, there's no depth to who they are. We don't know who they are and what, what boxes do they check. It's because they're not on TV enough and there's not enough TV time to put them in situations where we learn to care about them. Good, bad, or indifferent, right? We, we don't see their struggles. We don't see their trials. We don't see their tribulations. We don't see their ups. We don't see their downs. There's not enough TV time for that. We see good matches and we see a couple of segments and we see a couple of promos. And it's just like, it's just those three. 
And unfortunately, that doesn't always stick. But I noticed something at the end of uh, NXT where Braun Breaker challenged Seth Rollins for his World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. First of all, it took me back to when Seth Rollins and CM Punk were on the same show at one point when NXT was just starting. I remember at one point oh, they, had, they were they had they they, they had early a, on they had a face to face and then they then they were a tag team at one point and I was like man this is reminiscent to those early years where it's like man Seth in, in the space right now where he's he's working with everybody we all knew Ro- Roman is Roman he's the money maker but he's he he has a very limited schedule and yet now we have another champ world champion that's like literally bent on carrying the wrestling part of the company, including working with young talent like Braun Breaker. And I was like, made him. I don't know if this is even going to come about, but the fact that Braun Breaker had the audacity to say, you open a challenge, bro. I want a piece of you, Seth Rollins. And I was like, man, I remember Seth Rollins, the NXT guy going face-to-face with CM Punk. They holding their belts, you know, backstage. And, and Seth Rollins gave CM Punk a piece of his mind. And I was like, man, is this what they're doing now? Is Seth Rollins literally working from top to bottom uh, from 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 established guys to making new stars all the way down to a Braun Breaker. Now, my question to you, Brian, is where do you see Braun Breaker matching up with Seth Rollins if this does, in fact, actually happen in real time? Um, as far as where would it take place at? No, just in general. Like, wait, wait, like, think about it. Braun Breaker mm-hmm. goes from being NXT champion, having that run, kind of dominant mm-hmm. at, at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. To now, all of a sudden, he's trying to make that drastic of a jump to say, okay, I'm doing NXT for the most part. I want to challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship. Like, that's that's really ballsy for a rookie to do something like that, to decide, you know what? I've made the decision that I'm ready. What what type of chance do you have against a veteran as savvy, as smooth as Seth Rollins? This man beat Omos. This man has beat Roman. This guy's taking down the best of the best. And now this young punk has decided mm-hmm. he wants to try his hand at the world champion. Is this a good idea or a bad idea for Braun Breaker? Oh, it's a good idea. Um, tell us, this tell is, us why. Um, if I can make a sports reference, this is this is like when you know. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and make the lazy comparison. It's like when Kobe wanted to square off against Michael Jordan in the All Star Game, okay. and the reason why I say that is because obviously Braun Breaker, somebody who's like, granted the styles are different, but as far as the reason why it's Kobe Jordan, like, is because. It's like, okay, I was a dominant on this level. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming to the main roster. I'm not coming to play games when I get up there. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to know I'm, you know, I come from the lineage. My mm-hmm. my dad was a um I say my dad was basketball. My dad was, you know, what it was one of you know greatest tag team champions ever. Also, you know, solid superstar. They were yep. shoot wrestlers. WWE so, Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's the word. Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I and I, you know, more than proved myself as an NXT champion. You know, I got, you know, I got roughed up a little bit. I got my belt back and then I turned heel. Now I'm not here to play no games, you know? So, you know, like I said, with, with the way Kobe went at Michael Jordan yeah. in 98, 90, yeah, 98, um, was he ready? No, but he let him know, like, I'm not scared of you. Thank you, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, th- you got what I want. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I see with Braun Breaker. He yeah. had, you know, Seth Rollins has what he wants. It's a it's a win-win situation because if mm-hmm. you catch him slipping, you know, <laughs> he wins the world championship. Right. And and you know, if I if I watch it from a child's eyes, right, 
just just for the sake of watching it from a child's eyes and not knowing so much about the business, mm-hmm. it would be like it's believable. You look at this guy, he looks like oh man, he's bigger than Seth Rollins, especially as a heel. It's a heel. It looks, it looks way more it. menacing. Facts, especially yeah. with the gear. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, I, you know, I love that part. I was, I'm like, yeah, yeah let's let's stay here because all that, I I get the whole homage to the uncle, to your auntie, mm-hmm. to your dad, but yeah. Bro, you see when he spirit Odyssey Jones? Yeah. Like no, like no games are being played. Twitter with all of like, bro, what did he do to him? How much money did he owe? Yeah. You know? Um, he showed up to the barbershop. Mm-hmm. That's what one thing you know, he don't show up to no black man's barbershop. Dude, no, nah, man, not doing? at all. And right. so everything that I couldn't stand about Braun Breaker six months ago, right. he's done flipped it. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, we know the wrestling is there. We mm-hmm. know, you know, but he looks like a bona fide superstar now. Wow. And he looks like he can be somebody that will be headlining WrestleMania. He's starting to look like that. Really? You already? You, you, you see that for us progressing? Like we I, saw I, that I can see that trajectory again. Okay. Sure. Before I couldn't. Before All I was right. like, I saw it, then it was like, uh, he, he, he still. But now I'm like, I can see that. And the, the way he, the passionate promo, he said, okay, you was the first. Stop. It's the house you built. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm the most dominant. You know, it's it's like watching Shaq and Hakeem. You know? Yeah. Yep. That's probably what it's more like more like Shaq and Hakeem, where Hakeem was always, you know, very underrated. You you gotta really talk to basketball heads to really appreciate Hakeem the dream. Because right. most people gonna bring up your Shaqs, your Wilts, sure. your Bill Russells, but people don't talk about the finesse. And mm-hmm. unfortunately. Seth Rollins was that way for a long time. I think he goes. He's going to put himself in a different echelon, especially with this new character and stuff. But yeah. he was in, in danger of becoming like the Bretts and the Shawns, where you had to really be in his era to really appreciate him. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's actually like I. That's perfect. You know, what I mean, especially when you put it that because it mm-hmm. makes the most sense. And um, yeah, man, it's. it's it's interesting to see where Braun has his development, where he is now. And yeah. I'm I'm seeing him as a bigger draw as a heel than I saw in his original run as a face. But uh but brother Hugh, do you think that Braun Breaker has the ability to draw money with Seth Rollins and maybe maybe even secure himself a um a roster spot, you know, at at, at a higher place? Again, it's not like we haven't seen this before. We saw it with Kurt Angle, you know what I mean? We I saw was with Kurt Angle. It's giving Big John Cena, uh, Kurt Angle vibes. Mm. And, 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 and we saw Randy Orton. And, and what we're referring to mm-hmm. is young talent that's maybe just kind of starting out, but still has the ability. Brock Lesnar is the, probably another big one. Um, and you probably could even say The Rock, you know. And we're referring to all young talent that it didn't take them long to get directly into the top of the mid card, directly into the main event. You know what I mean? Do, do you see mm-hmm. Braun Breaker in that same space as the rest of those guys, brother? You absolutely. I think um, he was going to get that push either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to say it. Um, even if he was still, like, kind of green. I hate using that term, but kind of green. Sure, yeah. Uh, he was still going to get that push, I felt, because, you know, because of his lineage, you know, his family and whatnot. Right. But that's that's one of the biggest reasons why he's getting that push, too. Like, he, he's part of the family, plus his progression in NXT yeah. throughout the years. Like, I couldn't stand him at first. I couldn't stand, I couldn't watch none of his matches or anything. Now he's in the ring with a couple of different characters, a couple of different people, and he wants to stay. So yeah, that's really test you. That's really test you. 
Let's take mm-hmm. you up to the main roster, and you're fighting the best of the best right now. See what you yeah. do with that. You know, no. that's that's his test. That's his test. That's gonna make him or break him right there. No, I think I think that's excellent. Like I said, once again, that's an excellent point to make. At the end of the day, it's it's, it's a great testing point for him, and I think it's almost like a sink or swim moment. You know, mm-hmm. where where they they said, okay, let's see what you can do. And first of all, if anybody you're gonna work with, anybody, Seth Rollins, he's he's made all the young talent look good up to this Absolutely. point. Anybody he's worked with, like I said, he made Omos look like a million bucks. Omos shined in a loss. That's that's the true mm-hmm. mark of of a ring general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're hitting Ric Flair status when you in that space. So um, only I don't I don't know the logistics of it just yet, but only time will tell. We'll see if we get a uh, Braun Breaker challenge of Seth Rollins for the world. Heavyweight championship, but Braun Breaker, Braun, Braun Breaker, we agree does have a bright future. You know, the son of Steiners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once once again, we're going to make another Steiners. Pivot. <laughs> Steiners, son of Steiners. Um, well, brother, can I ask y'all a question about that? Yeah, by all means. Yep. Has Seth been back to NXT since he left? No, that's a good no. question. Um, now, yeah, well, no. we'll see, we'll see. It depends what you mean by when he left, because you know when they were when the Shield first debuted, they were still on NXT. Like they showed up. And they wrestled their last couple of matches on it. Like them and the in the Wyatt family still were on NXT. Yeah, but like I'm they, saying he went back just to drop the title to Big E. But I'm saying, has he been back since he's been Seth freaking Rollins or the visionary, the revolutionary? He hasn't been back yet, has he? No, 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 no. So I guess it here's my question if does it make more sense for Braun to come to Monday Night Raw to get in the face to get more eyes on NXT, or does it make more sense for Seth? To go back to NXT to bring those fans to NXT, because is it more important for you to get the rulership on NXT up, or is it more important to say who's this guy on Raw? Oh, go check him out on Tuesday. Well, you can do both, like they did with Dolph Ziggler. Right, yeah, that was Dolph, Dolph, Ziggler. Dolph, Dolph Ziggler showed up in NXT, and then Braun Breaker showed up on Raw, mm-hmm. and and that's how they kept me in tune. Like I wasn't watching the new NXT, especially at first the the that 2.0 iteration of it i was like I, it took me way too long to get adjusted to it and i was struggling but that was one of the first things that made me go back and watch nxt because he showed up on raw and he said meet me on tuesdays or wednesday whenever it was it was still coming on tuesdays right he said meet meet me on tuesdays and Dolph Ziggler's like say less i'll be there bobby Roos said say less i'll be there and i was like oh well i'm definitely watching it this week it's because i know zigzag is going to be there i know bobby Roode is going to be there you know what i mean so it's like and, and, he, and even Braun Breaker had they had one more one last exchange before the pay per view itself that they uh, that they fought for the NXT title, which was enough to pull me back into NXT again for their go home show, you know. So so I think a solid combination of of the two should probably get the job done. Facts. But like I said, we're gonna pivot like Ryan Clark. Get it? Because that's the show. <laughs> the last time was it Chris Paul just on there? Chris Paul was on it. His is really good. I just watched his today. I was about to. Uh, I started and then I'm like, and then I saw he got released. Or yeah, wait, we'll be. Hold on, time out. What? Chris Are Paul did wave by the Suns. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was oh, by intention or they decided we want to get dump his contract or he he pretty much wanted out because they got rid of Marty Williams. I don't know the situation. Yeah, the contract is something crazy. We've been owed like thirty million. They going They still got to pay him regardless. Yeah, they, I saw something was like they got paying like fifteen of it. So still, he's still getting bread. Shout out to the casual wrestler, the Flex Zone, well, Uncle Raj, and uh, the Hardy Wrestling Podcast. Hey, Steph Hardy's in the building. Yeah, I gotta check out her. Uh, finished watching her episode with Ciendo. I watched most of it. 
yesterday. It was really good. Great conversation. And then she had um Shantice. So shout out to her, making her waves, getting everybody on. Yes, indeed. Steph said, I think it makes sense for Seth to go to NXT. All all Corbin and Dana are Ali. there. So oh yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Ali Corbin. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ali, I said all. I'm like, oh, I was confused. Ali, Dana. Corbin and Dana are there. So if Seth Rollins comes, there it is. It's a win. It's been a while since Braun was on Raw. That does make sense. If he shows up to Raw, he may not be as familiar with the Raw audience, but if he does show up on NXT, mm-hmm. that's, an, that's an instant explosion. So, Shout out to Dana Brooke yesterday. Final three in the Women's Battle Royal. Yeah. yeah, That was a good match. I really enjoyed that. You could tell um, Mr. Royal Rumble himself has been cooking because like, just for the psychology... Like one of the things that always irritated me is like mm-hmm. when somebody get thrown over the rope and every time they like grab and pull themselves back over, sure, like Shawn Michaels would do. But like the ladies, like when they when there was an opportunity, they just kick them. Right. It was just something simple, like yeah, just kick their hands. It makes sense because you ain't go if somebody kicking your hand, you gonna fall. You know. Right. And man, they was taking bumps too. Like a lot of those spells, like ugh. It was a great uh, battle royal. I, I usually don't... focus on the women. You notice that they've been really focused on building. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Stars. After mm-hmm. that draft, they say, "Okay, now we can hit. We can hit go on some of these women." I mean, yeah, Blake does best, man. Look with the the tag match on Raw with mm-hmm. uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. You know, everybody knew they was gonna lose to uh, Ronda and Shayna, but right. man, they put on a match. There you go. Yeah, it wasn't a squash. It wasn't a. Local enhancement talent here in mm-hmm. the chat was oh wait a minute it made you pay attention. Yep, shout out to Ronda Rousey. It, this mm-hmm. it's, it's coming out that she's been very vocal to the office about the women getting more time. And yeah. when you, when you have one of your top draws in your company that happens to be a female talent that is going to bat for all the women's performers on the roster, making that kind of noise, man, it's 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 kind of stirring up good trouble. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. The Sasha Banks, or Mercedes Monet, were all pushing and fighting for, and Trinity Fatu were all fighting for. And you know, she's kind of got a little bit of leverage because she's a money maker. You know what I mean? So even her and Shayna Baszler having the tag titles is something we always. It was it was almost like written in the stars already. Like they gotta be. They're gonna be one of the most dominant tag team champions of all time. Why not? And you know, Shayna made it clear. You're like, nah, she made this happen. Like she she pushed for it, and she wasn't gonna take no for an answer after a while. And she she has the space where she's able to kind of make that call. So shout out to them as the ladies continue to plunge their way into the world of uh, sports entertainment on a, on a very equal and level playing field. So speaking of equal and level playing field, this is, this is Brandon guy's spot right here. You ready? This is where we get him going. Last time we talked, good brothers, we were waiting for Roman reigns, 1000 day championship reign celebration. Well, this Friday, we got it. And of course, Triple H shows up, and you know what Triple H shows up with that little black looking table. You know what that means. You know, we get a new championship belt. We get a new championship belt unveiled. And we got it. And as we I believe we spoke about it the week before, and we were going over like well, what would we consider this. And I think I remember saying it's probably gonna be called like the undisputed WWE Universal Championship because it's like, well, that's it's letting you know that they're both merged, you know, WWE Championship and Universal Championship, but also it's like you're the champion of the WWE universe, you know, so it kind of plays off itself. Mm-hmm. But um, but first of all, before I put it up there, first of all, what do you guys think about kind of the name, the title of the bill? I know, I know, fan wrestling fans have mixed emotions about it. I'm on, I'm, I'm okay with it. 
I think after a while, when people kind of forget the Universal Championship, it won't have that undertone to it. Was like it's the WWE Universal Championship. We're like, where's the WWE Championship? We're like, well, they're all they're all in one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think over time, people will get used to it and still consider it like the main undisputed because it says undisputed champion on the title. Yeah. But uh, what do you guys think about the name, the new WWE Undisputed Universal Championship? That's what I was going to go right there. Mm-hmm. You know, where you said um, it has undisputed on the name. You know, that was the big thing. Like when they brought out this one, it says yeah. World Heavyweight Champion as opposed to. You know, when they was rocking with this one, it was just WWE, WWE champion. champion, right? And then the like big, yeah, and then you had big gold. Yeah. So, um, I like that. I think eventually, honestly, you might get away from the universal side. I think eventually they'll they'll drop the name eventually. Yeah, and it'll be just the lineage of the WWE Championship. Sure, um, undisputed WWE Championship again. Yeah, which, you know, it gets funky with the numbers. In all honesty, because it's like, okay, so is he, you know, how long is he the champion? You know what I mean? Like, it'll probably be, you know, but then again, I guess it don't really have to get, it don't have to be, it would just be the next person to be just the, what, the 60, whatever champion, whatever. So, right. overall, I like it a lot. Um, The design, I think it's probably one of those that would be better to see in person. Um, you know, I, I kind of figured it was going to have some sort of gold to it. Let's just I go knew. there since you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, go like, ahead. it looks okay. I, I just, I think I would have gone with a darker shade of gold. You know I what I mean? I can't wait till the guy gets his hands on this one. This is going to be good. Right, exactly. But, but you know what, though, Brian, I'm, I'm in the same, I'm in the same space that you are, right? It's going to take mm-hmm. some getting used to. Yeah. But think i saw a picture of roman reigns sitting in a stairwell and the gold didn't look so bright mm. and i was like well that looks a little more realistic because the gold kind of matches the trim of the belt as it's not like this it's not like it's two shades of gold right but but i was about I, to say maybe i think i think it was just the, the way light hit it and and that's what i was thinking too like it's it's, it's new think about essence when wear and tear it gets broken in it'll probably just be it'll probably end up being just flat gold right you have to imagine, but um, brother, he, what, what do you think about the new WWE undisputed Universal Championship? Well, I, I thought it looked cheesy when it when <laughs> 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 I thought it was cheesy when uh when he uh unveiled it because um I don't know it was just something about it like I like I like you said the gold it just threw me off like it was two different shades like you said and then I really do think that it was the light that kind of mess with it mm-hmm. but um it's something that i gotta keep looking at keep looking at it's gonna grow eventually i was kind of expecting the same type of uh design you know right. for for marketing purposes but yeah that old background kind of it just threw me off with the black w mm. yeah <laughs> mm. yeah okay that's Ladies all i can say about that man it was... <laughs> it's 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 just trust me I'm, I'm with you brother it's going it's going to take some get I, I used to hate the spinner belt, and then eventually when it was all said and done, like years yeah, later, it became yeah. one of my favorites. And then by the time it became my favorites, they got rid of it. And I was like, I was just getting used to this thing. And I'm like, yeah. And like like you say, if you keep looking at it, you know, the, with the black the black WWE logo and that bright red slash. But, um, is it too much gold? Actually, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the moment we've like, been waiting for. <laughs> is, is it too much gold, though? Yeah, I do too now. That's what I thought initially. Well, see, I, I, I don't I don't know. Like that, that this that's the way it looks. You know what I mean? 
But like I said, it goes back to what you said. Mm -hmm. Is it because it's fresh? Because it's bright? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And, and it's something Maybe. we're not used it to. Mm -hmm. It's something we're not used to. But um, part of me was expecting or wanted to see kind of a new title or just a modified version of the WWE title in some way, shape, or form, which is technically yeah. what we got. Yeah. But it's just like that gold plating behind it is just like it's it seems like it's like okay, well, this is just this the gold is just to celebrate like dynasty to celebrate like to, to represent riches, to represent like this is the dominance. And I like the fact that it says undisputed champion under it, because that's not, that's kind of how you solidify it to be different. So when you look yeah. at it in history, right? When you look at it in history and you look at all the iterations of this particular title, they all look different. You know what I mean? You can mm -hmm. separate them mm -hmm. all. So you have the WWE Championship that says World Heavyweight Champion on it. Then you have the Universal Champion, Red Strap, Blue Strap, Universal Champion. And now you have this one that says Undisputed Champion, and it's in gold. So, Brother Brandon, this is this is what we don't waiting for, sir. What what your two cents <laughs> for, for those who didn't either see you on live or hear what you had to say about it. Your thoughts, sir. On the new WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. That's it, right? See, and that's yeah. my problem. I, the only problem <laughs> I have with this belt. He starts name. off by saying, "See, that's my problem." Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, like you just said, it's it's a tongue twister because it doesn't say Universal anyway on there. But True. according to WWE.com, they still have the lineage saying that the Universal Championship and the WWE Championship is still. Counting from yeah. 1976 right. and 2016 until now, it's still mm -hmm. showing that these titles still exist without where's the lineage for this. And I know it's all about a numbers thing, keeping Roman, um, I hate to say Roman reign, um, his reign intact so he can surpass everybody. Mm -hmm. But if the name wasn't there, I, I honestly don't have a problem with it because I've grown to like the network logo belts. Mm -hmm. The thing that I think it doesn't know justice is just. What kills me is every time there's a belt reveal, everybody becomes an artist, and now everybody knows what looks better. And exactly. oh, if they do this, they do that. I'm like, everybody hated the undisputed belt when it first came out. Now it's one of the most sought out belts. Everybody yeah, hated I was the spinner. a fan of it. Yeah, yep. everybody hated the spinner. Everybody, you know, and it's like, give it a chance. Like, I like the fact that it's the gold behind it, kind of gives you a different feel with the side plates. And if you look at the pictures online. On WWE shop, it actually doesn't look bad with the black. I was about to say it. It don't look bad actually. Yeah. And in the picture, if you go to the superstar page between him and Seth, they look like a big deal. But I want to know what's the difference between them. To a casual fan, if you saw Roman on the show, you automatically go, "No, oh, that's the WWE champion." But then mm -hmm. if you see Seth, you're like, "Oh, what's his belt? He's got to be a champion of some sort." What is he? So it kind of still lends some marketing and prestige at the same time because the gold just screams out and whether it's a good scream or bad scream it's gonna make you pay attention to it. And the no, black screams are just different. Like I just yeah I thought that was a, a probably the most unique touch because we've always had brighter stones. We never had black stones. I thought that was neat because of the black and red combination. Mm. Now the only thing I'm worried about is when Roman drop it, do we do something different? I hope not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so at this point. It's because they, I think they kind of made it obvious that they, they're like keeping this design going into the future for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to keep it simple. And then, like I said, they, they want to be able to hand these out to the baseball players and stuff like that. But then you also have like you have options now. I saw a look at it where you have the, the undisputed title versus the World Heavyweight Championship. 
Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I think even the names of it kind of separate the two. Well, it's like, yeah, they both make sense because technically Seth Rollins is the world heavyweight champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, no, it does make sense. Roman is kind of undisputed for his title reigns, and he did the top and he does very minimum to do so. You know, he does <laughs> he does he does a little bit, he does a lot at the same time. Go ahead. I was gonna ask y'all this. Was there ever a time when a belt was revealed that you instantly liked it? Yes. No, <laughs> not for me. Yeah. Every every belt every belt I've looked at had to grow mm-hmm. me. It's because I just don't like change. It's oh, not like okay. a, you know what I mean? Like for instance, the IC title was debuted. I was so in love with the one previous when I saw it, and I was like, mm. but then it grew me. I was like, oh, this is actually nice. I actually like it. You know what I mean? But it's just my brain not being fair because he wants to hold on to the elder to you know. So even with so I guess it wouldn't be fair to say. With when Cody brought back the other one, even though it had variations to make it more modern, like if you look at it close to the details, did you like that when it happened, or was it like uh... yes and no? Because it okay. was it was a little bit extra. Because once again, I was just getting used to the other one for for the last couple of years. I started to like that title. You know <laughs> Yo, that was it was already out like ten like it, it had years. exactly like it got it's been out for a minute and I was like okay cool I got I got used to it you know what I mean I don't do change very well sometimes well that's what I didn't use I love it now good gosh but there was a time where I didn't want nothing to change and if it did it had to wild me and I was like eh but then when I saw it, when they went back to the original I was like okay yeah I, I kind of like where this is going so I'm okay this with it. one right here that that was same thing that one had to grow I- on me. I remember. I remember we did the show. You ain't like it. I was like, no, you gotta hold it, brother. Bro, I, like I, I made it, him like hold the title. It did. It changed. It changed my whole perception on it because I was like, okay, I don't know why. Like I look at it now, it doesn't look that big, but like if you hold it in person, I'm like, oh no, nah, this is it. Yeah. Like like if you didn't know anybody, you would think this it could pass yeah, for man, a world bro. title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, I didn't like I didn't like the previous United States Championship at first. Look at brother, there he is. Look at him. The NXT. Know, right? That's the one you like. NXT UK Tag Team Championship. That one. Let me, let, me, let me get that side plate action. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what What about you guys? Was there any other title that you that you guys saw immediately? I was like, oh no, nah, that's it. I, I know one that they all said that was it. They What's that? Like they don't remember them wrestling titles. Pennies. No, the wrestling the rest- titles. Yeah, I there you don't go. Count, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. What you mean they it do don't count? count? That always count. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, I, you talk about speechless. I was speechless. first of all. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't even know that was even a thing. I didn't know we was even. But when I I saw all three of the titles, I was I didn't know what to do. I was like, I was like stuck. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, shout out to Brandon guy, the belt designer himself. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I should have tell you. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, it was, it was, the, it was an emotional <laughs> day, brother. You had nothing to be ashamed about. Mm-hmm. And Brian, don't know why this one because when they revealed the NXT UK title, it was like, wow, that's. That's the variation of the network belts. But then when they revealed this, I said, oh, they, they got a little funky with it on this one. Mm-hmm. And it was just something different because the floor yeah, pattern yeah. around it with the stones and the black and white on the side, I said, oh, oh, okay. That that that's a belt. Like, and it made it seem like it was in line with the NXT belt that this is going to be a big deal. You know, we're making sure that you feel like our champions are a big deal. Yeah, definitely. Stephanie Hardy from the rest for the Hardy Wrestling Podcast said she uh said yes, I fell in love with the Raw Women's Title at first sight. Yes, that was nice for when they yeah, um they yeah. debuted that versus when they um the WrestleMania thirty two. Yes, when they merged yeah, the Divas title in that in that triple threat match, which was unbelievable between Charlotte. Also, like this variation of the WWE Championship, 
The only thing I didn't like was Did the like fact it, that it leaked. Yes, yeah. I remember that. They said it was showing the hated. plates, and we were like, oh, that's yeah. kind of championship. Exactly, and I hated that. But like once I saw it, and it, like like once the rock, you know, brought it out, put it, I was like, yo, because I by then I was tired of the spinner. And to be real, CM Punk had kind of like gassed, you know, a lot of the audience when he said to John Cena, I'm gonna take that belt and I'm gonna get rid of that and bring back a real world title or whatever. So it was like, oh wait, we getting a new belt, you know, finally. Yeah, I like I wish they never honestly got rid of big gold. Um, but I understand why they did. And I actually like the more and more I see Seth's belt and I'm telling you, man, I it, love this version of that, of that title. Yeah. It's 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 almost it's like an it's like I look at it like Ninja Turtles like it was it was a regular turtle and then Mutagen got on it and then now we have superheroes like that's yeah I just I just gave you the plot of Ninja Turtles like they were they were they were regular turtles they went some TCRI green ooze and they became they became human turtles oh right no I like that's how I feel like it's it's the evolution. <laughs> bro, I'm like what? Had to, had to break. That's why. See, brother. See, Brandon's laughing at you because I knew. I know. Like, I only played the video games. As soon as I said it, he knew what I was talking about. He thought it was yep. funny. And he waited for me to keep going, and you're like, "What?" Before he said anything. But that's how I, I feel did, about yeah, it. The, the, the turtle sheets too. I just didn't. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's a rite of passage as a child. Like, I was about to say, if you grew up in the '80s, if you were born, in the you 80s, had to have something Ninja Turtles, of course. And, man. and, and I feel like. I would watch it if it came on, but for the most Bro, part, I didn't watch it. Crazy part, I didn't even realize Brandon had that Ninja Turtles t-shirt on. I did that. Yeah. The left part of my brain must have picked that up. Oh, snap. I didn't see. <laughs> and, and the music, of course. The music was killer. The song was iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but like, I'm telling you, like, that's, that's probably the closest title you I've seen. You was laughing at me. You got the casual He's wrestling terrible. laughing at me. That was, that was probably that was the first. Because you was like, the what? Like, he, he said, was so lost. Cause I know I ain't watched cartoons. I watched. Uh, I at least thought Waldo you, and I, Martin. I at least thought you watched Ninja Turtles, though. My bad. Right, no man. Power Rangers. I mean, I mean, God dang it, Brian. I mean, and Mass We gotta take huh? you back to the eighties and nineties. You said it was old. It was yeah. They they, they won an episode of Power Rangers and Lost in Space, but it was oh yeah. Ninja Turtles, a new that generation. That doesn't count. That was the, the next mutation. mutation. We're not. That was a new mutation. They don't. They don't exist. They don't exist in our world. Oh, the wild, the wild world title. I forgot about that. That is a nice looking belt. Shout out to Amber. Her last match aired last week. Last oh, okay. Her career, or she did the job, the razor brother. Shout out to her. I just talked to her uh, earlier today. Congrats to my niece on her graduation. All right. Congratulations to all those who are graduating. This Yo, summer. Mass Rider was lit. Yo, I used to watch that before school. Bro, you know the crazy part is, cannot watch that now. I can watch a lot of old mm-hmm. stuff. Like, like me, I, I'm a retro guy, right? Certain yeah. stuff, my, certain stuff in my childhood, I did not, I didn't grow out of. Like, I, I still watch it to this day. Some stuff I did. I went back and tried to watch Mass Rider. Like, I watched Power Rangers. Wait, where can you find it? Like, like if you go on YouTube, like people, oh, pirate, okay. you know, episode. I, I was, you know, I'm it was just little, like, I didn't know if it was on Netflix or something. No, because it's it's that bad. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's like, it, like it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. I I went back and tried to find like I went around found like the Japanese original version and just watched it in Japanese dub. Like Common Rider Black RX. I just decided to watch that. It's way more action in it. But what about Mass, VR Troopers? Mass, same thing. Can't, can't watch horrible. it. Can't no, watch. I'm it. about to watch this on the Rome channel too. So when y'all go to history, <laughs> y'all go. Like, Bro, listen wait, to me. That's <laughs> oh, the algorithm. So, uh, I was watching that last night on um. My fire stick. I've and never I was heard like, of Silver Hawks. I was like, man, was this really oh that my bad? Gosh, 
Some yeah, yeah Silverhawks didn't connect with me, man. I don't. I was, I to... I, and I loved it as a kid. I tried to watch it as a dog. I said, "Yeah, I can't do this." Bro, Mass Rider, VR Troopers, Silverhawks. I was like, "Bro, these v these ain't R, clicking with v me now." Uh, hey, Brandon, <laughs> Running Warriors. Yes, sir. Yes, I can no, still no, watch. They that. ain't ready for that conversation. Running Warriors is still. Nah, they're not ready. They're not ready. I mean, you start saying Running Warriors, you got to say stuff like Voltron and. You know, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, old one I watched today. I try, I got, I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch the entire season, Battle of the Planets. Oh, um, G you talking about predecessor to G, yes, G Force, yes, sir. Like, I was watching, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. Like, this oh, and it's, I remember seeing it as a kid and I couldn't keep up with it. Like, because you know, back in those days, you had to buy like VHS tapes at like Sunco and who had money for that? I was a kid. But now I was like, oh, wait a minute. I can actually catch up because you, you would see the figurines and stuff everywhere. And my dad was like, oh, this is a, he's bragging about it because he got to watch it when he was younger. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> now I'm just getting my hands on it. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back and watch it, see if I can, uh, you know, follow up. But like I said, that's that's neither here nor there. We, we sound like um, Brother Lynn. He's like, <laughs> his 30 podcast that he has. Yes, sir. Um, you said Brother Lynn. <laughs> Brother Lynn, yeah. bros who think. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bros who think that we're podcast. You, know, look, you see, mm -hmm. he said Big Bad Beetle Boys. That wasn't bad. That was I remember that the, the it sound. was I'm telling you, everything was cool it off. back in second, third, fourth grade. I promise you it was, but now I'm just like, oof, this ain't holding up too well like Pirates does. No, you know what really didn't hold up well? There was a Saban product that Mystic Knights of Terranor. Oh, that, no, oh my god, that's, that was terrible. It was beyond it horrible. was hold on, hold on. I'm an idiot. You said Saban. Yeah, Saban era. <laughs> you know, you know, Saban made all those shows. I used to always call it a savior. Wow. Because of the symbols too, Brian H, the, the, Brian the H, symbols the, 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 that I used to use. I, I, you better not show up to a quartet program of Savior symbols now. Uh, you'll get clowned wow. out. Yo, they shame you in gospel music too. They shame you uh, if you show up with a certain type of snare, certain type of symbols. That's intense. I didn't think it was. Come on, man, y'all supposed to be there praising the Lord. <laughs> right, right. It's a business, bro. <laughs> I get it. They be but, beefing uh, in quartet. Oh man! But you, <laughs> okay. speak speaking of beefing quartets, great segue, gentlemen. Mm. The Bloodline Civil War continues, or should I say, kind of, well, kind of already begun. Mm -hmm. uh, as as we follow up from from our last pay per view, <laughs> we follow up from Night of Champions, and we saw Jimmy Uso. Kicking Roman Reigns in the face. <laughs> he uh he drew his proverbial line in the sand. Mm -hmm. He made up in his mind what he was going to do, what he wasn't going to do. And we got an explanation this Friday. The Usos were not supposed to be there at the celebration when Roman Reigns was awarded his brand new undisputed WWE Universal Championship from uh, Chief Creative Officer Triple H, aka The Game. And the, the Usos, uh, Roman Reigns and Paul Pierce, not Paul Pierce, Paul, <laughs> Paul, Paul Heyman, made it very clear <laughs> that the Usos were not supposed to be there, that, that their travel was canceled, but the Usos made their way to the show regardless. And they showed up. And Jimmy Uso had an explanation. He told Roman Reigns that he kicked him in the face because he was being a good brother. He told him, you've been out of land. We family. And you've been disrespecting us. It's one thing to disrespect Sammy. That's one thing. But you've been disrespecting us. And you needed it. You've been doing this since we were kids. And you should be nicer to us. He said, that's my brother. I'm responsible for him. And he said, that the young boy behind you, that's my brother. I'm responsible for him. He said, but at the end of the day, let's be real. You're my brother, too. We all grew up together. 
We all know that. And we sh- and we and we're stronger together than we are apart. First and foremost, let me ask you, brother Hugh. Did you buy the exactly Stephanie uh from the <laughs> argument podcast said another episode of the bold and the bloodline? Yes, ma'am, it definitely is. Brother Hugh, did you buy his explanation? Jimmy Uso kicking Roman Reigns in the face, saying that he was being a good brother. He felt like it was something he needed to do to get Roman Reigns back in line. Was this the right move? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I said from the mm-hmm. jump, like all the disrespect that was going on, like is 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 bound to start a fight. You know, mm-hmm. like it's family business, family matters. I said that from the jump. Like it's like older brother messing with his younger brother. What's the younger brother going to do? Sit there and cry? No, he's going to come back. Eventually, he's going to snap there you back. Go. He's going to fight right. So yeah. that's, that's basically what we have going on right here. Um, unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out the way the Usos wanted it to, but uh, we'll see. Now, Brother Brandon, let me ask you this. It was an interesting the interesting wrinkle in all of this, and everybody's always waiting to see what's going on with, with Solo, right? He's mm-hmm. always the X factor in this equation. Now, he... He, he kind of made his position clear and he said, I support my brother. I support the bloodline. He said, but you're my brother. And he walks over there and he, and he sides, seemingly he sides with, with Jimmy Uso. Now he pretty much mm-hmm. says, I believe in the bloodline, but I also support my brother. So he kind of stayed on the fence. He still tread that line. He was still in the middle. He still made it clear, you know, where he stood, but he left us with the impression that he was kind of backing the Usos and what Jimmy Uso had to say in regards to what the bloodline's position should be. Okay. So what we have in this explanation is that Jimmy Uso makes it very clear. He's not trying to destroy the bloodline. He felt like he needed to get Roman back in order, but it needs to be done a certain type of way. And he felt like his brother supported that brother. Brandon, did you trust Solo's explanation? When he says that he believes in a bloodline, but he supports his brother Jimmy Uso because later on, in just a moment or two after, Jimmy Uso tries to embrace Roman. He tells me his family, I love you, but no, it's not going to go down the way you said. Solo still upholds his position in the bloodline as the muscle. He gets his own brother, the Samoan Spike, for breaking the truce, the bloodline, the order that was set in place by their family, and he walks out. Do you, do you feel like Sol- Solo took the right position in that situation, Brother Brenda? See, that's the part I think we're missing because it's a reason we haven't seen any other members of the the family. This is now the second celebration that we supposed to have, and mm-hmm. it really was a celebration. And it's a reason that he keeps siding back with Roman and keep backing Roman because the elders sent him. But See, we never yeah. established who these elders are. We never established what his marching orders were besides, because he didn't say it in there, I acknowledge you. And he came right in line when he, when he first appeared, and then he did it again. He said, I acknowledge you, but these are my brothers. But he's still holding true to his marching orders like a good soldier. You mm. know, so, and if you pay attention, I think the best part of the story from Friday was going up the ramp that the, the camera just conveniently caught him saying, mm-hmm. he'll do what he always do. He'll fall in line. Yes, sir. When Paul Heyman said, what about Jay, my tribal chief? And he said he'd do what he always do. He'll fall in line. So we established that, you know, it's Roman way or no way. So and mm. he, let him, he let him get his – he mushed him. He let him super kick him, and Roman still ain't do nothing. I think that's our SummerSlam match, them too. J- Jimmy Uso versus Roman Reigns? <laughs> yep. 
That's our SummerSlam match. Hmm. Interesting. So Brian he can, H. He can get. He can put him back in line. He gonna beat him back in line like when he was kids. I mean, that's that's kind of the tone in which he was speaking in. But Brian H. Does like here's the million dollar question, sir. Mm-hmm. Does Jay Uso fall in line? And if he does, what does that lead Jimmy Uso? Does that lead us to our SummerSlam main event like Brother Brandon has pretty much just told us? Ooh. Yeah, there you go. The bold in the bloodline. See, I keep seeing this. We got to get the J versus Jimmy. Okay. This is Do just, so. again, me uh, reading too much and listening to his interviews. And, you know, Matt and Jeff did it. Brett and Sean did it. I mean, Brett and Owen did it. And, and Jay said clearly, like, that's what he, you know, he wanted to face his brother. And we think about what else, you know. So it's like, how do you get there, right? And especially with the goal being WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. there has to be a way he has to fall in line for now mm-hmm. before the eventual change happens. But I think if you get that match, it's when Jay is on the outs, not Jimmy. Somehow Jimmy gonna come back around because it's easy. I think Jay is the one that people sympathize with more because he was the one who went. He took the most, the beating the most. Like even when he was gone during that month, when um you 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 felt bad for Jay because it's like okay he let his guard down after they, he didn't want to right and boom all of a sudden he get betrayed like he was hurt but he was also hurt that. They, he's like, I've been telling y'all, y'all didn't listen. Mm-hmm. So I could see, but I could see Jay falling in line to get us to Jimmy versus Roman. Because right no, now, I, I don't. Oh, mm-hmm. go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, right now, I don't see nobody, you know, like we said, the undisputed champion. And that belt right now is what's feeding the family. But yeah. there's going to be this thing where with this civil war like before when you have a civil war before any other country gets involved mm-hmm. you know the civil war got to be taken care of first so before right. anybody comes at roman you know everybody's hands on smackdown is tied up right so that helps yeah. right? right so that's what people can say oh roman's not defending the belt no he's he don't have time right now because he gotta get the family straight and the bloodline gotta get back in order and it could take a while. This could take months. This could take a whole year for all we know. And yeah, it's racking up the title reign number, which is great. But he got to get that bloodline back in order. But mm-hmm. I got a wrinkle for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's something else that we didn't even add. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and he talked about this. They don't look like twins They don't look like twins. No, not at all. It's, it's definitely clear like separation. People now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and that started right around when Jimmy got hurt mm-hmm. and Jay became main event Jay Uso when he cut his hair. Right hand man. And, and, right hand right man. And what he said, which one are you? That's what people would say to him. And they made you within that what? It was like a 15 minute docu-series, documentary piece. Yeah, it, it was really, really good. Yes, sir. Yeah, and they yeah. made you instantly fall in love with Jay Uso. And, yeah. or, or dare say uh, Joshua. Right? Especially during the pandemic. Well, we were kind of fish. We were just eating up all types of content because that's all we mm-hmm. kind of had. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna tell you. Look from WrestleMania to now, mm-hmm. they look more different. They look like two different wrestlers now than they ever had before. Oh yeah, Jimmy Jay put on lost weight. some weight. He got extra right. tattoos. Jimmy got different tattoos. They starting to wear different style um, pants and um, well, he always wore a crop top, but they starting to facial hair different. different Every little and, and note, you start to notice little things that you like. Now I know who's Jimmy and who's Jay. 
Remember the night you thought he was gonna turn, and and yeah. and, and and they both had on opposite colors. The same mm-hmm. thing, you know. Even at like Wale Mania, before they went out to do the uh, podcast, you could see just the way they was like carrying themselves, right? Right. Um, like they just looked different. Everything uh, the guy Brandon guy is saying, you could tell. And man, this right here, like I said, we it's still layers. That's the thing. It's so many layers. That's what's making it so much fun to watch. And and if you're looking at like Roman's calendar, you see like, oh, they're gonna really cook with this over the next few. It's not you ain't gonna see it every single week, but you're gonna get more Roman than you got Brock Lesnar, and they're gonna cook with this one. No, it it, it makes sense it's because it goes back to what you said. J- Jimmy Uso never got his main event with Roman because you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like we, J- Jay got his got his main event, you know, at, at twice. Uh, yeah twice. You know, he had him in Hell in a Cell, and it was under the same kind of connotation. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this to get you in line. I'm, you're not going to do things your way. You're going to do things my way is because I'm telling you, you need to get in line with what we're doing. You know, and, and ironically, what was Jimmy Uso tried to come to his brother's rescue and he had no choice but to get in line. You know, mm-hmm. and then and then if you look at that, if you look at the temperaments of the Usos, it's it's shifting because at one point, Jimmy Uso was the one trying to get Jay in line. Like, yo, relax. This is the way it is. This is our family. This is how we yep. do things. And then after a while, it changed. Like, there was a shift where Jay was like, no, bro, this is what we do. Don't worry about it. We're better than this. This is not how we do things. Family, family, family. And I think, like like uh, like Brother Brandon said, man, there's, there's got to be another Simone family wrinkle to this conversation, to this equation at some point. At Uh-oh. some point, somebody's got to be held accountable for it. I don't know if the elders get involved. I don't think bringing Rikishi to say I'm a spokesperson for the elders, Afa and Sika and our family. And but it's like it's it's like it's like playing the game Mortal Kombat. You know, everybody knows that they look at like Shang Tsung as the boss, but mm-hmm. Shang Tsung was never the final boss, but yet he was the one, he was the he was the top bad guy you saw. But then once you beat him, you got to get to Shao Kahn. Mm-hmm. Shao Kahn was the one that was in charge of the boss. And I, and I think that's the one piece of the family dynamic that we're missing when it comes to this drama. And if they can find a way to incorporate that, this is going to be unbelievable. You know, like I said, of course, once again, the bloodline is still carrying the business because Jimmy Uso versus Roman Reigns makes sense. You know what I mean? Who, who, who mm-hmm. knows? Who knows what happens after that match? You and know? you said it, the dynamic change, because like when you go back and look at how when uh, Jay was getting out of line the night Sami Zayn cracked him. Yeah. Um, and, and you see, like, Jay was just like the hot hit. And, yeah. and Jimmy, like, oh, man, like, bro. Like, when he said, um, I don't give a damn about the tribal chief. And Roman's face popped up. And yeah, then yeah, you yeah. see recently when Jimmy said, I'm the tribal chief. When it comes to taxi, I'm the tribal chief. And you see, you ain't never seen Roman move to the ring that fast, even when he was in the shield. Yeah. That music and he didn't even point. He just start walking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Left said, "What if uh, the rock's mom speaks for the elders?" Hey, she could get one more, one more run. First of all, Ata Johnson is a historian in the world of professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't put it past her one bit. <laughs> if, she's if, at if, every if, WrestleMania, bro, rock or she, no rock, she's at has all she been those at events. Yeah, she, she has been supporting Nia since day one when Nia Jax was in the mix. Mm-hmm. Like she was there more with her than anybody, her and Tamina. So, Wait, who? 
exactly. Where's Nijax? No, Tamina. Where's Tamina? Oh, well, you know she's on. She's, oh, she's, she's on mommy duty. She's on mommy yeah, duty. Right. You know she, she she's Nature. a locker room leader. She makes stories. That's graduation dudes. season. She might got kids get ready to graduate. Yeah, her daughter's <laughs> she a little bit older, but summer camp, you know, or something. To me, like to me, said, mommy duty. She's one of the most reliable talents in the locker room. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and she plays a wrinkle. I mean, like that's what I saw this week. The debut that? when they bought the um Heart Foundation two point yeah, yeah, that did that did pop up. Dynasty that popped up. Heart Dynasty, yep. Yeah, yeah, man. And then to see how young they all look. Yeah, they were all fresh. They all look. They all look like Solo when he first there. Like, 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 have, you, have you ever seen Solo on the Indies? That's exactly how the Usos yeah, look on their, their, their debut. Yeah, five too. Yeah, when That's he had exactly that long how. hair, bro. Them mm-hmm. long braids, them long Samoan braids. They always have that baby face with the facial hair. But I definitely yep. want to see a situation with. I would like to see something, even if it's like for one off, where they they can bring everybody out as far as their family is concerned. Yeah, kinda like, that's what I'm kind of like they did with Bret Hart and his kind of closure story with with McMahon. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and Vince, Vince is like, "Oh yeah, guess what? I, I, the lumberjacks have our matches. Your family, they hate you anyway. Just Am I the you only one who enjoyed that match? No, I loved it. I just hate uh, the I, fact I, that he was wearing jean shorts. I'm like, bro, yeah. just put your gear on. Put your gear on. Just put your shirt time. over your put your shirt over your stuff. But he felt like I'm old. Nobody wants to see that version. I said, man, you could put the gear on and throw the shirt on over the top. That'd be mm-hmm. okay. Instead of wearing jean shorts <laughs> and those team Jordans he had on. Taquan <laughs> has entered the building. <laughs> Tamina oh, no. and PTA meet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, just as you're leaving out, but uh, like I said, gentlemen, the, the story continues. Oh, yeah, she was helping Mercedes, she was oh, okay, that's she was okay, mm, yeah, thanks, Steph. But yeah, listen, once again, gentlemen, it, there's a lot going on this week, and there's so much to come. I feel like this is a cliffhanger, this is one of those TV to be continued type shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I was putting mm-hmm. a show together, I'm like, well, this is we're in an in between phase, mm-hmm. and, and you can't get to the end or conclusion of a story without trying to navigate through the, the middle parts. So like we have a lot of Dexter Loomis. There you go. Full investigation <laughs> that they stole from us. <laughs> right. Um, but as we kind of make our way into SummerSlam, we have a lot of wrestling <laughs> in between. We have so look, it's just all this. This is <laughs> this is we're not putting that comment on the screen. Taekwon, Taekwon, I hold I hold boom. <laughs> Yeah, and Taquan know the rules. He know the he knows what happens. Nope, we got through the whole show without no Wi-Fi issues, so we're not going to go. No, there. I had two of them. Bro- Brother Brandon, he said. Brother Brandon didn't learn his lesson. He said something about he's he whose name should not be mentioned because every time he mentions his name, we have technical difficulties, and he had technical <laughs> difficulties twice. He's like he's like possessing the digital airways. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. Subscribe to our Patreon channel, Twitch. And YouTube at the Wrestling Realm. Good brothers. Anything else before we head out of here? Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Can't get shit together. Yo. Yeah. Y'all make sure y'all keep up with us on social media. Um, <laughs> his brother Brandon shines it up real nice. Um, yeah. We we gonna be posting clips and hijacked uh... heist of twenty twenty three. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, y'all go in there, comment. That's a lot of people uh, don't like the chat GPT's uh, WCW top five. Um, I just don't think, yeah, Brandon, did you have something to say about that? <laughs> Look, I mean, I, I, I ain't have a problem with the list personally. I mean, if anything, I would have took out Booker T, I mean, I put in Booker T for DDP, but everybody no. else was solid. I don't know about that, bro. No. 
Booker T got his run in WWE. Let's be real. But he was five times WCW champion. He was multiple time US champion, multiple time tag team champion. Yeah, you're right. You can make a case. No, my fault. My fault. My fault, Booker. No disrespect to you, Booker. You absolutely right. It's not, but see, I, like, I you can I'm go wrong. either or. Like, I, I, exactly. Goldberg, you're right. undeniable. Sting, sure. undeniable. Hogan, undeniable. Yeah. Flair, that's a given. You know, right. yeah. Booker T deserves to be in that category. Not, not to you're say right. DDP wasn't good, but I'm saying if he had to put them too. Booker mm. did more for the business in that time than because mm. DDP was late to the game. The, yeah, the only, was, the only, the, the only reason, the only reason I, I will put DDP over, or the only reason I even considered it, mm-hmm. is because of DDP's popularity at the time during WCW's heyday versus Booker yeah, T. So Booker, Booker T was here, but you know, main event wise, DDP was a main eventer that wasn't a main eventer. Like he didn't, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like that wasn't easy to do with Goldberg and staying in NWO and Hogan and Warrior <laughs> popping up for a month and a half and Dennis Rodman and Kendall Gill and everybody in the Four Horsemen. That's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> Kendall Gill was there. Hey, that's so, wild. Kendall Gill showed up. Shaq showed up. Thought of that. I mean, not DDP. Carmelone. Master P. Master P showed up. That bro. Anyways. <laughs> wow, the No Limit Soldier showed up in WCW. Yeah, they, they really People, did. As uh, yeah, you know, we like to drive conversations on our uh Twitter, Instagram. So yeah, y'all make sure y'all keep up with that and participate. Yep, yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's our cue. We're heading out of here. Join us next week. We will be back to talk more about more professional wrestling yeah. now at the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. It same is. bat time, same bat place. We'll catch you next time. Peace. We have a problem. Yes. All right, y'all was right. <laughs> this joint <drawing> cheesy. <laughs>